You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, good friends, and welcome to a, it's way too early for this podcast of the 10,000 Layups. I'm Kyle Radke. Uh, Julian, Andrews, how are you? Um, I was doing great until we both logged on and we're wearing the same hat. We are wearing the same twins hat, uh, which I think I was like a, was a, it was a giveaway, like 2018 mm-hmm. or 2019, I want to say at the end of the season. It was. When, uh, tickets were about $7 and it was too cold. And so, you know, I think the twins probably lost money on that because I think the material value of this hat is probably higher than what I paid for that ticket. I was going to say my my two winter hats are both twins giveaway hats. I, um, I really like this hat. I wear it yeah, a lot. It's very warm. Keeps my ears warm. Um, we're recording this on Friday. This is kind of a wonky week as far as scheduling goes. So thanks for um, being patient with us. And I guess if hey, you're not. Kyle, you're welcome, listeners, for giving oh, yeah. you a, a Friday episode. That, okay, that's. I mean, also there's that that we decided to uh, record at 7:30 on a Friday morning. Um, it's actually pretty good timing um, because turns out the Wolves are awesome. Yeah. Uh, they they beat the Suns last night, um, 123 to 119. Uh, thanks to a huge fourth quarter, they they uh, outscored Phoenix 40 to 28 in the third. Um, I mean, the story here is. While Carl Anthony Towns did have a near triple double of 41 points, 10 rebounds, and eight assists, um, the story of the game is Anthony Edwards, who had 42 points um, and seven rebounds. And has we we talked about this earlier this week on our podcast, but like he has just been on an absolute absolute tear lately. Look at his season number: 17 points per game, whatever. Um, since March 11th, so over the last week, he's averaging over five games. He's averaging 31 points per game. Um, five rebounds, shooting 48% from the field and 39% from the three-point line. Julian, you and I talk pretty about good. this a lot. It's That's pretty good. Um, you and I talk about this a lot, but, you know, like I think earlier this year, it was easy to be like, oh, gosh, you know, LaMelo Ball is going to be the best player in this draft class. And I think we didn't fall into that trap, but we weren't like necessarily completely out of it. Like this just goes to show, yeah. like let these seasons play out and let these guys play because it turns out like what I don't know if it's Chris Finch or if it's just like after the All Star break he like Ed, Anthony Edwards needed some sort of like recalibration but um, he looks re- like wow he's really good yeah I mean I was just th- say, thinking like we should have saved our Anthony Edwards is really good talk for today yeah and then, now tomorrow he's gonna score 50 um well that's to keep doing this that's gonna be our podcast right, exactly, exactly yeah um 
No, I mean, it's really great. It's, again, huge news for the franchise. Like, Because if you screw up the number one pick, that's that's really bad. And so it's it's kind of hard to say anything that's not been said about Edwards. But yeah, it's really nice to see him looking so good. Because just, I mean, we went from, I don't know, like there were points in the season where we were like, oh, he's probably going to be like a off-the-bench energy guy. You know, but, and so it's like, I don't think either one of us ever disliked Edwards because we both, I mean, we've both, I think I'm confident in saying we both really liked him, like pretty much his whole Wolves career, but we weren't sure if he was going to be a star. And what you saw last night is, you know, serious star potential. And that's, and that's, I mean, that's what you need if you're the Wolves. Like, that's exactly the type of lucky break that you need. Yeah. And like, I think sometimes it's easy to be like, well, you know, um we'll see right like we'll see how this player develops or blah 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 like these rookie numbers don't really mean much i tend not to think that like you're a player just averages 32 points over a five game stretch as a rookie right. as, as a as a 19 year old um like this stat so youngest players to score 40 or more points the list lebron james kevin durant Carmelo Anthony and Anthony Edwards nice. um, at 19 years and 225 days. So, um, which is just crazy to think that next year he's going to go through the whole season being 20 years old. Yeah. Um, that's, that's nuts to me. And you're right. Like you nailed it right in the head last podcast. Like we do all this combine talk and all this pre-draft talk about, and I, I was kind of in that category too. Um, luckily I don't think any of my recordings from WCCO radio are um, on the internet at all, but uh you know, but there were questions about like, okay, does Anthony Edwards really love basketball? And it's like, what a stupid question. But at the same time, you have that same question for somebody like Andrew Wiggins. Um, and like, it does make sense. Cause that's like the difference between him and Zach Levine is that Zach Levine. And, and like, that's at no fault to Andrew Wiggins. Like if he doesn't want to love basketball as much as yeah. we want him to, like right. <laughs> that's, that's not, you know, that's, that's not, not on him necessarily. Like whatever, it's his job. Um, you know, there's, there's well, here, days. Here's, here's where I fall on that. I think that it's a fair question to wonder and a fair question to ask. It's not a question that you should expect to learn the answer to at the combine. Yeah. You know, like that, it is a relevant question. It's not, it's not like teams shouldn't be thinking about that, but there's just nothing. What can a player say that if, if you go into an interview thinking that a player doesn't like basketball, what could a player at the combine think about that environment or even summer league say that would change your mind, like nothing, you know? Yeah. So, so it's, it's, you just have to try and make those assessments based on other things. And with Edwards, I'm not sure where he got that label. I kind of have a sense. It was just because he's kind of like laissez faire in his interviews yeah. because he's lighthearted and laid back, which actually turns out to be one of his greatest assets for the wolves. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know exactly where he got that label. To be perfectly honest, I don't really follow college basketball. So maybe there was something there that I, I just missed. Um, but, yeah, fair to ask that question. Hard to judge the answer. Yeah. And what are what, what, what what's the answer going to be um, in a combine, right? Like, do you love basketball? Right. Yes. Okay. Like, like, no. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> like, no, don't draft me first overall um yeah good good for the wolves i mean overall uh you know winners of three of their last five they're still last in the nba so for all you folks um not wanting the wolves to lose out on their number one pick um or top three pick they're still very they're still very much Don't in the worry. running yeah not, yeah not much has changed in that realm but um just like the anthony edwards 
hype train. I think everybody's aboard. And I, I don't like to bring out my tweets on here very often. Um, but I did tweet last night that I think Anthony Edwards, we all thought of like, okay, he can be a piece for the Wolves alongside Cad and whatever. And it, it seems like, you know, he probably has surpassed Cat. And that's, again, that's not a knock on Cat. But he probably surpassed Cat as like the piece, like a rookie wow. on a a rookie on a cheap contract that you can you have so much flexibility on what you do around him. Um, so you mean he's the most valuable piece that the Wolves have right now? Not that he's better than Cat right now. Uh, yes. So he's I think most valuable, and I would also sure. say that I would also say that, um, like I think his ceiling is probably higher than Cat's is. That's like really that's really remarkable to me that you think that i i don't know if i necessarily disagree but i just didn't expect that i guess like, my thing is and we, we talk about winning basketball players and everything i guess my thing is like cat has always put up the numbers and like he's been hurt lately so it's hard to like get a complete picture of it but even when cat was at his best like the wolves weren't very good so i guess I guess, and, and uh, you know, maybe he does need that help around him. But like, I guess what I see from Edwards is like when Edwards has these big games, like it generally helps the Wolves win. And I'm not saying when Cat has big games, like, he's like helping them lose. Um, right. I, I just think that like watching Edwards impact on the game. And I'm not saying like, like if, if, if Towns is a top 20 player and Edwards can get there in two years, that's right. a really, really good thing. Like, if Edwards is the number 16th player and Towns is number 19, like who cares? Like whatever, right? Like none of that really makes a difference. I just think that like for the franchise's future, I would say Edwards is more important to it than Towns is. That's a good way to put it. And I, and I think I do agree with you there. Like, I think if I had to trade one of them right now, I would try to trade cat. Um, that being said, you know, it is kind of the beauty of the, <laughs> like untapped potential with Edwards too though, right? Because the Wolves, I mean, Edwards, he's been awesome. I think we both think he's going to be great. Still hasn't been doing it for that long. The Wolves haven't really been winning that much with yeah. him. It's only helped them win two games, you know? So, yeah. so I, you know, I, I'm, I'm right there with you. And I mean, I think the ideal situation is that Cat continues to get better and Edwards continues to get better and the Wolves end up with, can I say two top 10 players? Two, yeah. Two top 20-ish players. Listen, it's always kind of like my way that I like to think about judging superstars is are you going to be, are you upset that you're paying them what you're paying them? With Cat, no, not. You know, he's 100% worth his contract. Like that's not, so I don't want this to be interpreted as either one of us saying that like we don't think Cat is worth the money or that we don't no. think Cat is good because Cat is amazing. Very, um, yeah, very much. Hilo, on that. the other hand, <laughs> we'll see. We have some questions. We'll see. But um, yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah, it's it goes without saying that the best case scenario is that Cat and Edwards just become this awesome duo that plays together for the next what? Cat probably has ten good years left. Oh Edward yeah, probably has fifteen. Yeah, the big thing is if you can just keep Cat. Um, you know, for yeah. Getting, yeah, going to free agency again. Um, and well, he said he wants to see right things. Yeah. 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 He's, he said he wants to take him out his word. Um, all right, let's move on to some NBA headlines. Um, the heat trade for, uh, Trevor Ariza and they send Myers Leonard to Oklahoma city. Uh, good move for Miami in yeah. both accounts. And I guess for Oklahoma city, I think they get a second round pick out of the deal, basically just, uh, to take, uh, Leonard, who I'm sure they're just going to release right away. Yeah, yeah, that's what they've said. I think Reese is actually a pretty good ad for the for the Heat. Yeah, it's like that 
he kind of fits the mold of like this, like a veteran who knows how to play in big games. And like the heat are always linked to that guy. Yeah. You know, like that type of guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the heat after a tough start, uh, for the, the, the start of the season. Yeah. 22 and 19, they're fourth in the East. Um, so yeah, that's fun. Um, it's crazy that Jimmy wasn't an all-star. I mean, it wasn't if you think about the context. But now if you kind of look back and you look at some of the guys that were all-stars, you're like, oh, okay, Jimmy's yeah. better. <laughs> uh, Milwaukee uh, or Houston traded P.J. Tucker um, and a Bucks 2022 first-round pick to Milwaukee for D.J. Augustine, D.J. Wilson, and a 2023 unprotected pick. Um, Houston also gets uh, the right to swap its second-round pick um, this year with Milwaukee. Um, good move for Milwaukee, I guess. Yeah, I liked it for Milwaukee. Yeah. I don't really get why Houston did that. I guess just to move PJ Tucker, but it seemed like PJ Tucker had some more value than that. Yeah. So basically, else they did is, well, I mean, I guess in they 20, a, in, they you just have their first round pick back with him. Yes. Um, the, the Milwaukee's first round pick. Yeah. So they didn't really, I guess Milwaukee's first round pick is going to be bad. Yeah, I think right. they're betting that in 2023 you get an unprotected pick. Like, if Giannis gets hurt right. like, two years from now or whatever, um, your team is really bad. I so. mean, if you think about like if you think about that trade in the context of like the last five years, I mean, I think we've just seen like really in- inflated prices for players lately. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's probably a fair deal. PG Tucker is not going to single handedly win you a championship or anything, but I think he does make the Bucks better. He's a really good defender. He can shoot. Yeah, no, good ad. Yeah, I like the move. Uh, Dude, Julius Randle had 17 assists. Um, Tibbs has unlocked him. Yeah, what's going on with Julius Randle? Like, is he actually good? Yeah. I mean, I think think that's the answer. I think he is. (laughs) 23 points, 11 rebounds, six assists a game. Like, this is crazy. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, uh, he, we'll have to get. I mean, I know we've been trying to get somebody from the Knicks on here to talk about this, but is he somebody who will also do this when there's more kind of help around him? I mean, the assists are great, obviously, because assists when your teammates are making buckets. <laughs> yeah, um, but I don't know. It's it's really interesting. I hope that he's good because he's young. He's like 24, 25. It seems like he's been in the league forever. Am I am I wrong about that? No, I, I think you're like right. He's, he's really young. 20, 26, yeah. Okay, 26 still. But, I mean, yeah, it would be great if he, he was good because I like watching him. I love kind of a throwback power forward. But he, I keep calling him a throwback, but he can shoot. He can pass. This is this team is this team is so Tibbs. Um, yeah. Like, just getting the absolute most out of, like, the, the, I think the Knicks are 22 and 22, 6 in the East. List, like, the top minutes played on this team. Like, before this season, you'd be like, oh, this isn't good. Uh, Julius Randle, okay. Uh, RJ Barrett, that's fine. Young player. Mitchell Robinson, okay. And then you go to Alfred Payton, Reggie Bullock, uh, Alec Burks, Derek Rose, and Nerlens Noel. All of those guys are playing more than quickly. Yeah, quickly is at 19.9. And then after that, it's, you know, Austin Rivers, Taj Gibson, um, Frankie Smokes, Kevin Knox. Um, And it's just like kind of funny. And uh, that is funny. Yeah, and Timberwolves fans are like this because I remember when we were in Minnesota, there was all this like Tibbs was obsessed um, with Dennis Smith Jr. Apparently, the, I don't know if he actually was. That's just what the reports were. Well, now the Knicks have Dennis Smith Jr. and he's playing like nine minutes a game, and I think he's yeah. actually playing in the G League. So it turns out maybe he's not very the good. Obsession is gone. Yeah, 
Turns turns out not very good. Um, what else do we have for NBA headlines? Did you receive the story about Alfred Pay- Payton's burner Twitter account? No. He was like tweeting. He was like tweeting nice things about Alfred Payton, and somebody was like, somebody like thought it was a burner, and the the account tweeted, "This isn't a burner. I really just love Alfred Payton or something." And then, and then the guy responded, "Well, if you aren't a burner, tweet while." they're playing <laughs> tweet while Alfred's in the game <laughs> and, and this account made up some bullshit thing like oh I can't I'm always working <laughs> it's like this is seven that's late. for sure Alfred Payton. Alfred Payton. <laughs> oh that's actually pretty funny but it was really funny because the tweets that the Alfred Payton ostensibly was doing through his burner were just so sincere it was not it wasn't trash talk it was just like wow alfred's really improved he's yeah he really is a good part of the future i was just like oh my god those late night shooting sessions are paying off for alfred (laughs) um uh, marvin bagley jr um or marvin bagley the third uh broke his hand i don't know what marvin bagley jr is up to um but yeah broke his hand out out for four weeks um that's just like yeah that's kind of the story of his career because if i like if I remember right, he's been playing a little bit better as of late. Um, uh, it's just he's never going to get out from the shadow of the rest of that draft. Yeah, I mean, since honestly, since February 9th, he's averaged uh, 16 points and seven rebounds per game. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, good. it's like he's been solid. But yeah, I mean, if you just look at his career, yeah, he right. He's going to be one of those players we look back at and you're like, oh, geez. Uh, his first year, 62 games he played. So missed 20. Second year um he missed uh about well i guess the bubble uh i don't really know how many games but he only played in 13 um and then uh this year you know he's only played 37 so about half the year could um, be wrong but didn't he hurt his hand before wasn't didn't wasn't it a hand thing or was it a foot thing I that know. sounds right um that certainly sounds right let's eh, it doesn't really matter the point is yeah he's just he might be a decent player but he's never going to get away from the luca trey comparisons even Aiden who I know went before him but even Aiden was like a, has become a really solid player yeah it's it's disappointing overall um and like obviously like some like he can't control like the injuries um you feel bad for guys like that because um oh, yeah for sure yeah, what, what can you do for him but it's it's a bummer um I'm on basketballreference.com right now and on the page um is Jared Vanderbilt um Shabazz Napier and uh Jason Williams why I mean, you know how they have like that little uh they have that list of 10 players or 12 players at the top left whenever oh, yeah. you go to their site yeah. and they're just random um yeah. those are three of my 12 random players right. yeah um let's look at the standings a bit in the east um brooklyn and philadelphia tied for first uh then you have milwaukee miami atlanta number five you hate it you hate them but um, um yeah uh new york six type i mean the biggest disappointment in the east has to be boston um yeah 2020 um you know w- with their team you'd think they'd be a lot better they were two um, all-stars yeah yeah that's tough that's I tough. Was, you know I, I i don't know we're gonna have a tatum conversation at some point um about today just you know is he is he the type of player that he's been talked up to be like in the last couple years because the, i don't know I get it. I have to dig in a little more. I don't want to say anything that I'm going to regret, but I, I feel like if Tatum's as good as people say he is, then the Celtics should be better. 
Okay, so especially with Jalen Brown playing so well, because yeah, I think Jalen right now is maybe better than Tatum. Um, I don't watch enough games to have a, a real opinion there uh, for Boston, but what I will tell you is just by like looking at their team, um, it just seems like after Tatum and Brown, and then you have like Marcus Smart and like Kemba Walker, it's kind of been a struggle for him um, in his time in Boston. But then after that, like you have your top four, and then it's like Daniel Tice, Tristan Thompson, Peyton Pritchard. Um, Semi Ojale, Grant Williams, like Jeff Teague. Um, yeah. Like it's basically it's just a bunch of these, like, okay, uh, you know, and that's for Boston. Like it was great. They had all these draft picks and they turned that into their core. Um, but then also it's like, hey, Boston has three first round picks this year. And, you know, then they get Grant Williams and they get Carson Edwards and they get, yeah. um, I forget the kid from Indiana, um, Romeo Langford. And it's like they didn't hit on really any of those. And now no. you just have to like play them and um, you don't really, yeah, it, it's hard. So they're, they're kind of in a weird spot where like they, they needed to hit on a few more of those late dra- round draft picks. Well, and it's interesting because I feel like the, I don't know if these guys have all regressed or the expectations have changed or what, but you know, it used to be Grant Williams. People loved him. People were kind of weirdly obsessed with Robert Williams. Um, everyone was saying kind of semi Ojale was going to be this good piece. So I, it might just be the Boston hype machine. But yeah, you're right. These backup players are straight up not good. Yeah, it's like if they're Jeff Teague, like Jeff Teague is not a good NBA player right now. Well, I, can, I mean, Thompson is like he. I mean, I know you think he was never a good NBA player, but <laughs> but especially now, I mean, yeah, they, yeah, they, these backups are just straight up not very good. It was always the whenever Tibbs made a signing in Minnesota, it was always like the. Um, well, I played against him four years ago in a conference game, and wow, Jeff Teague yeah. was good. And it's like, my man Tommy, that was four years ago. Um, let's go to the West. I'm sorry if we're unorganized today. It's 730 in the morning, and I haven't had coffee, and I haven't even had water. I Dude, just rolled out of bed. I So I, I was like, yeah, last night I, I said to myself, I have a pot at 730. I want to make coffee, you know, mm-hmm. like time my coffee so it's ready to go in the morning. But instead of setting it for the morning, I accidentally made it. I hit the, the go button. Mm, just right away. At 10 at night. And so I just had a full pot of coffee at 10 at night. So I just drank it, didn't sleep. We, no, uh, I put it in the fridge. So I you've, just, coffee, yeah, you've been up. Coffee. You've been texting yeah. me every hour since uh, midnight <laughs> saying, are you ready? <laughs> uh, well, this can be my restaurant plug of the week. We went to Twin Spirits last night. Ooh, what's that? Um, it's just like a Twin Spirits distillery. Uh, um, just a distillery shop, um, all women owned. Um, they do a really good job of like outside spacing and everything. Um, so we went there last night. Um, it was fun, but, um, I can't drink the spirits like I used to. Um, yeah. So, um, you know, the, the work from home is nice. Um, but uh, right, let's go to the West. Um, Utah Anyways, kind of uh, yeah. moves on very yeah, but, quickly. But I will say go there because it's fun. Um, yeah, sounds good. The drinks are really, really good. Their staff is super friendly. Um, I know they've been like super busy all winter long, which is great to hear. And they I, they, they bought these um, like little greenhouses. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And they were like, yeah. we don't know if it's going to work or not. And I was talking to, to um a woman who worked there last night and she's like, yeah, we just like kind of bet on him. And then um, it really worked out. So good for them. Um, okay. This is interesting to me. So like LaMarcus Aldridge isn't going to play for the Spurs again. It doesn't sound like, um, which is fine, but like yeah. the Spurs are 21 and 16. 
they are three games out from the number five seed in the West. I'm not saying like the Spurs are contenders, but normally when it's like, oh, this veteran who is kind of decent, doesn't want to play for this team. It's like the Andre Iguodala Memphis right. thing. Well, I guess Memphis was like in the playoff hunt last year too, but um, it's a little different where he, like they're actually an okay team. So I don't, I guess I, I mean, but they're not really, they have no chance of winning anything this year. But right? I mean, I guess, but in, like, if that's the logic, then like LaMarcus Aldridge, when he signed there, you never thought the Spurs were going to be anything anyways. Well, yeah. I guess it did. Did he overlap with Kawhi? Yeah. yeah. Then I guess. But I think that I I feel like also you know just because he's an expiring, I feel like the Spurs don't want to. Mike, the thing I'm most confused about is why they said this publicly. Yeah. It really undermines their leverage if they're trying to trade him because I think there are teams, the Celtics, for instance, that could really use Lamarcus Aldridge. He's still a useful player, um, but. Uh, I don't know, man. It's it was a weird move. I, I mean, the, what the Spurs haven't made an in-season move in twenty years. Maybe they just don't really know the strategy. <laughs> yeah, it went from being like one of those like fun things of, well, it just happens that we've never done it, and now it's like, oh god, oh god. Do we call them? Do they call the us? Reason, the reason we didn't do this, we didn't know how. <laughs> do we have internet connection during this right. season? Like what? I. Uh, all right. Um, Pop's dial-up dial-up phone. His rotary phone got disconnected, yeah. unfortunately. So. Uh, who do you got in the NCAA tournament? I guess Gonzaga, right? That seems like everybody is doing it. And then I thought when I was filling yeah, my bracket out, game. I was like, I'm going to not pick Gonzaga. And then I was filling it out and I was like, eh, I meant it's, I don't, I haven't watched enough. I mean, I'm, it's funny because I go from like not watching any college basketball to at 11 today, I'm going to be watching for the next like 36 hours straight. And I'm going to like, I'm going to get super invested into, uh, um, just like random kids and their stories that I know nothing about. Um, and that's That's, what, that's why we love it. That's March madness, baby. Um, that's all I have, Julian. It's early. It's eight o'clock. Um, I suppose I better start my actual work day now. Okay. Well, um, nice to talk to you. Yeah. Good to see you. Fun to do a pod in the morning. Uh, enjoy your, enjoy your matching twins hat. Yeah. Great hat. I'll probably wear it for the next, I have a meeting at nine 30. So, um, I'll have to wear it for a little bit and then I'll probably, uh, go clean myself up and uh yeah um yeah thanks for doing this uh we'll we'll get back to our normal schedule next week and and again hopefully uh jace frederick from the pioneer press has confirmed that he would like to join the podcast awesome um so we'll probably do another media corner where we honestly just ask him obnoxious questions about other media members um and we can also maybe turn those into um, player questions too but um yeah, that, that'll be in the docket for next week. So um, thank you for listening and um, enjoy your weekend. Right.